So NASCAR season heads to championship four at Phoenix this weekend. Uh, bad day for Checo Perez at his home race in Mexico. We'll go more into that. And uh, a couple of guys walked home with a new clock in Martinsville. We'll, we'll go into that. And this is FR Racing's Garage Talk. I'm DJ Flock. I'm Eric Richardson. And thank you all who are watching and uh, watching on Stadium Scene TV on Saturday. So thanks again for tuning in. So Eric and I, before this, were experimenting with a new feature we may bring. We don't have it quite right yet, so we're not ready to roll it out. We've got a few things we need to test, but I think add a different dynamic to the show every once in a while. It's going to be a pain to set this up, but could add a level of uniqueness to the show that we, uh, you know, I could really push this thing forward. So looking forward to it. Yeah, it could have fun and it fits our personalities. It, it does. It's and I wild think too. and ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. And I think if we find the right guests, it's, you know, have you seen that, that guy who does the interview show or he, he makes like people take like shots of hot sauce as he asks like progressively tougher questions. I think so. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's like that, but slightly different, <laughs> but anyway, um, where do we start? I don't know. Interesting race in Formula One. Yeah. Denny Hamlin's mad at people again. And his 11 fans. <laughs> yep. Then he changed, then he later, number 11 fans. <laughs> well, Denny, so I know much. you're, he, he wrote, you know, he, he like rage tweeted after the race last about, you know, thank you to my 11 fans. And someone's like, I know you're unlikable, Denny, but I I figure you'd have more than 11 fans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The, the, have you, did you see the meme this week? The circle of Denny Hamlin season. And it's like wins a few races, cruises through the playoffs, chokes away chance to win end of season. And it's <laughs> over and over again. But in the first round, set a record for like lowest, like position or highest position. Yeah, rough, rough time for Denny. So our championship four are Kyle Larson, Christopher Bell, William Byron, and race winner from over the weekend, Ryan Blaney. I was, you know, it's funny too. Like I, I when we made our top four pick. Uh, our, our championship four picks. I did not pick Blaney, but I put a $5 prop bet on uh, my sports betting app that is legal in this state, by the way, um, that Blaney would make the championship four. I also put $5 on Byron making the, cha- or no, on Larson making the championship four. So that got paid out uh, a while ago. So, you know, money wise, I'm two for two. I'll take it. Yeah, Blaney had a great run. Looked really good. Um, but he's been on two wins in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's had a bounce back season this year. Where last year people were kind of writing him off, like okay, maybe he's a little overrated. It's like he kind of backed into the playoffs on points, and although he led the season in points, yes, right, yeah, exactly, which. Yeah, we won't get you started on that. <laughs> nope. You, you, everybody listening, you know where I stand on that already. Does, you, you are not a fan of the playoff format of any kind. Uh, 
I mean, otherwise, it, you know, it was a lot cleaner than the Xfinity race. That's for sure. Did, did you get a chance to see any of that? I saw highlights of the uh, last lap Xfinity. <laughs> mm. and, and the post-race uh, RCR meltdown. And Andy Petrie yelling at Sheldon Creed. And him saying, I'm glad I'm leaving. And Richard Childress saying that, you know, he's one of the you know, Sheldon Creed's like the stupidest driver he's ever employed or you know something to that extent. Yeah, you're racing for a win. Have you have you ever seen an established team melt down like that before? Um some but <laughs> not like that. I mean, yeah, you see like internal fighting amongst like teams like that's happened before but i mean could you imagine like rick hendrick or roger penske or you know i mean he's not there chip ganassi uh or joe gibbs or somebody like that saying that you know denny hamlin's the dumbest driver i've ever employed or (laughs) Uh, richard childress has been around long enough he doesn't even care at this point, probably. He's, yeah, I mean, he's you know he's going to continue to employ his uh, his grandson, and uh, I mean, poor Sheldon Creed, man. He's told you know he's he hasn't won in Xfinity yet. He's been in Xfinity for what full time for what three three seasons, I think. Something. Yeah, you know, he won a truck championship. You know, the guy's obviously a talented driver. He just he had so many close calls this year. Like uh, Daytona, he finished second by that much. He finished second at Martinsville by that much. And they said, like, you need the win to get in. Austin Hill can get in on points if he finishes second. And, you know, they get into it on the last lap. They take each other out. Now, neither of them make the, the championship four. And all the blame was was put on, on Sheldon Creed and, you know, it's like he was told to win. Do what you have to to win. Yeah, they're both moving each other. Yeah, they, really moving a teammate up high. That's tough. It's like I, I understand you want to win, but like Austin Hill deserves blame here too. Like <laughs> you didn't need to do that. Like you could have finished second, and you both would have got in. Now neither of you are are going, and uh, I just and then afterwards with. You know, Andy Petrie caught on hot mic screaming at him. Uh, you know, and you know, Sheldon Creed just kind of stand there like, whatever, dude, I'm out of here after this year anyway. So uh Sheldon was probably the big winner in that whole fiasco. Everyone was ripping Childress for his comments, and Andy Petrie's like, You've been in the business for 40 years and you're just a Xfinity guy still. You know, they're ripping him. Um you know, and people are like, you know what? I hope Sheldon goes to Joe Gibbs next year. I don't know which car he's going to be driving. Oh, probably the 18 because Sammy Smith is switching teams. But yeah, it's like, I hope Sheldon goes to Joe Gibbs and just absolutely dominates. And yeah, that's that's the place to do it. It's kind have... of funny to see. I, I hope he does. Like, I met him in March. Seems like a really nice, nice guy. Um, still, I mean, he's what 25 26 years old still pretty young uh you know i i hope for the best for him because that's just that wasn't fair it wasn't right and 
It's like, look, if you want to go behind closed doors in the holler and rip him a new one into his face over how that went, fine. I'm sure that happens all the time yeah, in auto racing. racing cameras and people everywhere. Like you can't. It's not going to end well. You can't do that. Like no, nobody won. Like Sheldon Creed won that, and all he did was get himself just absolutely, you know, reamed a new one, and he just kind of said, "Whatever, can't wait to leave this place." Hey, you know, if you didn't have the playoffs, it would have been okay. I mean, he probably wouldn't even been a uh, contender for a no. title at that point, but still, like, it, it just it was ugly, and I just I, I just didn't like what I saw. I thought it was extremely unprofessional, and even behind closed doors, those comments are unprofessional. But at least it would be behind closed doors. You know, Not to mix you? up our behind closed doors yes, series, yes. we keep it Tra- professional. Yes, trademark FR Racing LLC. We'll sue if you. <laughs> we should trademark that although i think it's too that, common to, that to might do. be a challenge i mean if we went behind closed doors racing league probably get that. but we're already having enough challenges in ourselves getting fr racing trademark <laughs> but cross our fingers hopefully we should be across the finish line with that soon uh yeah, but hopefully. yeah that's that's been fun you know moral of the story uh, you know, obviously protect, you know, if you, you suspect like, you know, you're going to own intellectual property, protect it, register it, go through the process, but get a lawyer, get a lawyer to help you with that. Because I tried without, and it came back just with just destroyed by the USPTO. Like you just didn't do this right. And they purposely make the the application complicated. It was written by lawyers for lawyers in lawyer language. And lawyer, you know, I talked, I took it to a lawyer, and the lawyer basically said, "Yeah, you know, everyone who tries to do it themselves, who's never done one before, makes the same mistake." So, this is what it is. Sometimes you just gotta live and learn. Yeah, it'll work out. But it's, uh, yeah, it's just you know, hopefully across the finish line. We're going through those last handful of stages now. Cross your fingers that nobody goes and publicly objects to it. That is kind of a funny process that they basically will publish in a in a database that says we're about to give a trademark, a registered trademark to this entity. If you know, it's like a wedding, it's like if anyone objects, speak now or forever hold your peace. Or um, it's not how it works in the business world but at least you've got 30 days to argue why and you know 99 out of 100 times no one says the thing and then it goes through and all is well and you know for those i don't think i've even actually publicly shared this yet but like i own the registered trademark for stadium scene we got that uh back in april of this year yeah april 25th so um, uh, got that, got that certificate. Hopefully, have a second certificate here soon. Hopefully, somebody like Furniture Row or Front Row Racing. <laughs> well, fur- Furniture Row Racing's gone. They yeah, they're they're, gone. they're done. I mean, Front Row Motorsports is there, but they call themselves FRM, so shouldn't shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, it should be good. Oh man, um, yeah. Anything else on the uh, Xfinity or Cup? Uh, Denny Hamlin is mad at Joey Logano. 
because he raced Ty Gibbs too hard and always somebody else's fault. Well, Joe Gibbs, I don't think it's even close. Joe Gibbs, uh, how many cars does he have? Is he running a three-car team? I think so. I'm drawing a blank on who his third car would be. I mean, it's it's Hamlin, it's Ty Gibbs, and if it is a third, I can't think of it. We are. Um, we're very down for not saying it right away. That's right. If you're watching, you can see us looking this frantically looking this up. If you're listening, uh, oh, duh. I thought, oh, oh he's four. It's, he's got four drivers. He's got Christopher Bell, too. Duh. <laughs> I gotta, man. This is what happens when it's late at night when we do this, and it's been a long day. And there's some beer. And yesterday, when we, well, you know, we, you know, we don't do this live on Fridays, but yesterday was Halloween. My kids, it was like eight o'clock. I'm like, can we go home now, please? But between walking the kids to school and trick or treat, I walked like almost eight miles yesterday. And I got home and I'm just like, I want to go to bed, but I don't feel like going to bed. And then I ended up not going to bed until after midnight. I was like, (laughs) then I was up at six, like I usually am. Anyway, stuff happens. Yeah. Life happens. So, speaking of Christopher Bell, there was another meme this week that was pretty funny that said, uh, "Kyle Larson and Christopher Bell are in your four, your your championship four, as they frantically beg Phoenix Raceway to become a dirt track this weekend." <laughs> like that's good. That will be heading there Saturday. Gonna go to the uh the Xfinity race, go to the Xfinity Championship. We'll see how long we stay. And uh hopefully longer than three laps this time. On <laughs> the spring race. Anyway, um Formula One. Uh who won the race? Oh yeah. Max. Max. Again. Was that race win number 15 on the year? Yeah. Yeah. And then there was a good point that was made on. I can't remember if it was during a race or if it was one of the practices or. And I don't even know who said it, but they're like, you know, people are getting upset with Max winning all the time. But it's just like. like, Do you realize what you are witnessing in person right now with your own eyes like this? This is just such a next level elite probably once in a lifetime level of driving that you're seeing and domination. And it's just like, yeah. Okay. So Max comes off as not very personable sometimes and you know, a little arrogant and, you know, people have very much has every right to be arrogant. Yeah. Though. Well, I mean now, yeah, absolutely. He does when you're winning every race by, you know, double digit seconds, like you can be arrogant. Like he's as good as advertisers. It's not arrogance. Like that, he's just that good. And there's um, a fine line between arrogance and confidence. Yeah. Yes, there is. But it's just like, 
when you look at it that way, it's like, yeah, like we are watching an elite level of greatness that we, you know, once this kind of, I mean, eventually he'll fall back to earth one way or the other. They'll either get a bad other cars car. will catch up or yeah, they catch up or a bad car or a string of bad luck, or you know, maybe gets bored and leaves formula one. Um, yeah, we haven't seen this, and even with like Michael Schumacher, yeah, Ayrton I mean, Senna, you know, even Lewis crazy. Hamilton's dominating years, like that. This is never, this has never happened like this. Yeah, and there's still three races left. They were showing the points, even if he combined second and third, Max is still leading the championship. Well, and the other one I saw today is that. Checo is closer to Nick DeVries in the standings, who has zero points, than he is to Max. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, uh, poor Checo, man. That guy cannot catch a break. Yeah, looking at it, I think you are right. He maybe pushed it a little too much there going into turn one. That was... It did look like he turned down too early on um, your favorite, Cha. Cha, Cha. I mean, I think we've learned by now that three wide into turn one of any course on lap one. Usually the outside car gets punted. Yeah, I mean, that, that happened with Lewis a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. uh, happened to Checo. Uh, his car went airborne. That was pretty cool. So it's like Red Bull does give you wings. But in this case, that was uh, that was pretty wild. He's on uh, what? One wheel? Yeah. And Kevin Magnuson had a hard hit. I didn't uh, see that one actually. Yeah, it was, it was a hard hit, and he got out. Of, he got out of the car, and they were concerned about like, is he okay? Because that was a pretty hard hit. And he got out and he climbed up the wall where he was sitting and kind of sat on this like guardrail, and then he got back down on the ground. And it's like I'm not sure he's okay. Like that was a hard hit, but it sounds like he was okay. Uh. Both Aston Martin's DNF, and they've had a tale of two seasons. Did you hear the rumor on Aston Martin? Oh, for a couple things. That uh, Lawrence Stroll is looking at selling the team. Yep. And allegedly, <laughs> a shock move of Fernando Alonso taking over the second Red Bull seat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what? What? Can you imagine those two as team at Max and Fernando Alonso as teammates? It'd be wicked. Ah, uh, you want to talk about the end of the Red Bull era of dominance? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know if the egos of those two could fit inside a single, uh, inside a single garage stall. Oh, his left tire just like, Came unhinged and kicked him. Yeah, yeah, he just plowed right into that wall. Someone said there was a meme. It was uh, Kevin Magnuson's tires, and there was three of the. It was him, and then there were three Max faces, and then the other tire was Checo. <laughs> oh, that poor man. Hey, and the. Uh, of course, it had to happen in Mexico, his home race. Fans were upset and booing Cha when they were doing the post-race interviews. And he's like, sorry, like, 
what was I supposed to do? You, you tried to go three wide. Like, I couldn't go anywhere. I was sandwiched in between the two of them. You know, it's a, at least makes you feel a little bit better when you see a three wide on turn one, lap one in Formula One when it happens in iRacing on a rookie league. Yeah, bleep, 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 bleep. Because it is true. You can't win a race on lap one, but you can lose it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh man, that was wild. Kind of wish Mexico would I racing would be able to scan that Mexico course. It looks like a fun track, especially it driving does. through that stadium. Yeah, that's the coolest part where you just kind of like split the split the bleachers there. That that was really cool. Yeah, it'd be a lot of fun to have. Uh, we've got Brazil coming up this weekend. And the one everybody's waiting on. And we got Las Vegas. Let's look and see what the <laughs> uh one of these sports books actually has the odds to be the highest finisher, not named Max Verstappen as one of the bets. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, um, okay. All right. So coming up here this weekend, let's take a look. Wow, that's a uh... so Caesars has a plus fifteen hundred bet. <laughs> plus fifteen hundred. John Hunter Nemechek wins the Xfinity Series Championship race, and Christopher Bell wins the Cup Series race. I don't think I'm taking that one. They have to win. It's not the championship. They have to win. Each of them have to win the race this weekend. I just, I don't see that happening. Does one of the championship four win the race? Or well, they're, put spoiler. They're both in the championship four. So if you put $10 on that, that would pay $160. But I just, I just don't see that happening. This will be fun to see if one of those four in each of the leagues can take it. Or if somebody plays a spoiler to the season champion plus 350 kevin harvick top three finish in his final race i don't see that either um <laughs> if you want to take bj mcleod winning the race on sunday <laughs> Five dollars would pay you twenty five thousand and five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's almost just worth it to give him five bucks. <laughs> Ryan Newman driving the, the Rick Ware fifty one has the same odds. JJ Yaley, Ty Dillon, Todd Gilland, Corey LaJoy is plus three hundred thousand. <laughs> five dollars there will pay you fifteen thousand dollars if Corey LaJoy wins at Phoenix. Oh man, could you imagine if that happened? It'd be awesome. Michael McDowell is plus one hundred and fifty thousand, so that your your five dollars would pay you seventy five hundred bucks. I'd be all right with that. Take that's away a, half that, of it after taxes. That, that's at least feasible. 
Yeah, your your top four favorites to win: Larson, Blaney, Byron, Bell, in that order. Let's see. I got two of my predictions into the championship four. Yeah, I got three out of four. Didn't have Bell or Blaney. I had Hamlin and Busher. Busher's kind of long shot though. Yeah, he he didn't he uh that wasn't good. So your top four for the truck series, Carson Hosovar, Corey Heim, Grant Enfinger, and Zane Smith. Don't have any open bets right. I swear I did. Yep, Ryan oh, Blaney. I put five dollars to make the championship four, paid me twelve. Made money. Yeah, since I started gambling again, uh, I'm up like plus a hundred dollars. Like, why didn't I start doing this sooner? I said I I told my wife, I said, uh maybe I should just cash out of my stock market account and just start using that money to bet on sports <laughs> instead. And she looked at me like... Probably didn't go over very well. But yeah, she looked at me like, are you nuts? And I said, you know what? Honestly, I would trust me betting on sports more than me betting on the stock market right now. Have you seen what the stock market's <laughs> done the last couple of weeks? <laughs> it's like, even if I get one third of them right, I'm going to be doing better than my uh, my stock market. My stocks are, geez. Yeah, auto racing is about the only thing I can bet on. It's, but it's, racing. it's auto racing is so tough because at baseball, like if you take the money line, it's you know, you're there's two teams that can win that game on a NASCAR race. There's 36 drivers that could potentially win that race. Mm-hmm. I mean, not realistically, there's maybe 15 drivers that could potentially win the race. And unless you're at like a super speedway and, and you get that fluke occasional, like Trevor Bain being in the right place at the right time and Michael McDowell pulling ahead as the caution flag on the final lap comes out. It's just, uh, but yeah, it's, it's so much tougher to just pick a winner in, in auto racing. That's kind of why I stick away from it. Cause it's just, yeah, I'm more limited because of NCAA rules. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. That's a whole other thing. Oh yeah. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. I probably shouldn't say anything there. I want to keep my job. Yeah. NCAA, I like you. I mean, I don't I don't work for the NCAA. Or I, you know, I have nothing to do with the NCAA, so I can I can throw you know, I, I, I bet like five and ten dollars here and there. And it's one thing I actually don't understand. It's like I'm not involved in football. Yeah, right. You know, what you know, it's it not, matter. Yeah, it's like I I mean I guess, you know, I understand keeping it uniform, but it's like I'm not sure there's a sports betting, you know, you're at a smaller school. I don't think there's a sports betting market anywhere in the world. That's going to have your, your team or your school in the, but could you imagine that people could bet on your swim meets? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then that would be an issue if I was betting on. Those. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just like, but if I wanted to put a $5 bet on Purdue here to lose, win, lose, no, they're gonna lose. Yeah, I'm still pretty fan. Doesn't matter. But yeah, me too. I I gave I, them I don't a lot of think money. What I do, I'm going to have any bearing whatsoever on the outcome of that game. No, not at all. 
it's you know. And, uh, side note: Did you see that? Um, you know, with that whole sign stealing scandal at Michigan that's being investigated <laughs> right now. Did you see the latest with Central Michigan? What happened? Allegedly, I heard about it, but I haven't read it. So, so this is for those who haven't seen this. This assistant coach was suspended because he was buying tickets. And having people, and then he was tra- on like StubHub, and then he was transferring the tickets to people. And he, they were going to the game and sitting on the 45-yard line opposite of Michigan's upcoming opponent and recording them their signs and then taking the videos back, which is against NCAA rules. You can't do that. And allegedly, the timing of it is around the time that Michigan stopped losing every game. And the only one of the only games they've lost in the last two years was the one where the team kind of was tipped off that their signs were being stolen and made up phony signs that weekend to uh to screw them up and you know they ups TC it was TCU they upset Michigan so um but the the question is is like you know Jim Harbaugh's like I don't I don't know anything about that and the problem is this assistant is spending more on these tickets than he makes in his salary uh, you know, every year he's buying like premium seats that are really expensive every week and multiple seats at, at times. And um, but apparently the a photo surfaced from a Michigan State Central Michigan game from the beginning of this year it was week one. And there's a man standing on the Central Michigan sideline in a Central Michigan shirt and hat that might actually have been the Michigan assistant. <laughs> and he somehow he's on the field with credentials on the central Michigan sideline. And they're like, if that's really him, how did he get there? And central Michigan's like, I have no idea who that guy is. So well, now kind of story behind it, that they were giving signs to opponents of highly ranked teams that were by them that could have bumped them out of the playoffs. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I think this is going to get really messy for Michigan one way or the other. I don't know if you know Jim Harbaugh loses his job over this, but they allegedly they had a huge contract extension waiting for him that has been temporarily taken off the table pending if, the results of this. Basically, if they find that Michigan did this, even if Harbaugh had no oversight on it, he's probably still going to get popped with basically an institutional control. Yep. Because as a head coach, you do have full oversight of everything and need to have the knowledge of what your assistants and team is doing. Yep. And not fair, but it is what it is. No, I get it. I mean, I have people doing stuff that they shouldn't and I've told them otherwise it unfortunately ultimately comes back on me. Yeah. Um, but I think the NCAA would probably come down on it too. And I would not be surprised if they basically levied the death penalty on Michigan. And on top of that, Harbaugh was already suspended once this year for what was it? Four games over like yeah. buying lunch for. Recruits. Yeah. I think it's recruiting violations. Yeah. So tough times ahead for Michigan possibly, but anyway. I don't know. I'm looking forward to getting out to the track this weekend. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. It's only uh, 
See, it's it's not a balanced schedule. So it's like I was thinking about this the other day. It's like, OK, so I go to the track for the spring race in March and I have to wait all the way to November for the fall race. But then I'm back there in March again. So it's like, <laughs> oh, it's only, you know. Uh, it's it's like four, the first week of March. Yeah, it's, it's like four and a half months away. But then I have to wait like seven months, six months to go. Um, but it's funny. I, I had my my tickets for spring purchased before I bought my tickets to the November race, which is odd. But I, I'm you, you're lucky. I have to wait a year in between. Yeah, yeah. I like having the the two races, and there was you know criticism that like does Phoenix really deserve the championship? You know, it's, is that really the right track to have a championship race? Do they deserve two races? It's like shut up. I want my leave me alone. I want my two races. I wouldn't mind seeing a different track for the championship. This you know, Phoenix is so if, single file now. If if Phoenix keeps cars. yeah, if Phoenix keeps their two races, I don't give a crap if it's the championship race or not. Uh if it's not, it'll probably bring the ticket prices down, which is fine by me. I mean, they've done a great job with the facility. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you you and I went to a race years ago before the renovation, and it, it's a top-notch facility now. Uh, they do a great job. And yeah, uh, I kind of want to come back and see the new layout. The I'm I'm hoping maybe in the spring, maybe we uh I mean I've already bought the Xfinity tickets, but maybe maybe we try a cup race. I, I just haven't with the kids because they're you know the attention span and then in the spring my kid with the ear infection having a total meltdown in the stands because it was the ear infection and the liquid, you know, the fluid in the ears was causing really bad vibrations and we left after like three laps and I'm just like, I don't mind because the Xfinity tickets for kids are free. Had I paid like $75 for a cup series ticket for my each kid for each of us, Maybe a little different. I would have been a little more. I mean, yeah. Okay. I understand. Like this wasn't some made up phony problem. They, it was really hurting or it was bothering her. Like, fine. Like we leave, but I still can be bitter and angry over throwing, you know, $75 a person tickets down the train. I mean, the thing too, though, in the spring, we we were there early for the garage tour. We were there all day already at that point before the yeah, race started. So, I mean, we we saw qualification. We got a tour of the garage. The kids played in the kids area. I mean, overall, it was a good day. Like, despite the fact we only we didn't see much of the race, but fine. You know, hopefully, get a better uh, more time this weekend. Yeah, one race I think I am going to be trying to get to for sure is the return to the Brickyard. That'll be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that. So let's see. So if you're out to Phoenix Raceway on Saturday, uh, come look for me in section 160. So I will be there. I don't know what hat. I'll, I'll probably be wearing... Uh, I don't know. I knock my uh my cover off there. I'll probably wear in this hat this weekend. So you see the the stadium scene TV hat. You have found me. Say hi. Because what do I like more than complete strangers coming up to me and be like, hey, how you doing? Like, leave me alone. I don't know you. What would still be hilarious to do? We go to a oh, race. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> One of us walk up to the other and go, Oh my god, are you so and so? Or, or just pay kids to come up and ask you for your autograph. <laughs> just 
<laughs> Walk up, like, can I have your autograph? And then everybody else is looking like, who is that? They're yeah. signing stuff. <laughs> Should like, I get the autograph too? Then end up signing like five or six of them. Here's here's what you do is we got we got to turn this into some viral marketing thing. So you have to wear either the the F, your, your FR racing shirt or your garage talk shirt, and we just pay a bunch of kids a dollar each, and have them. It's like here, go up with this piece of you know with this little piece of paper and a pen. Go up and ask him for his autograph. Here's a dollar. And then eventually people are going to catch on. They're going to start filming and somebody's going to put that on the internet. It's like kids keep coming up and asking this guy for his autograph, but I have no idea who he is. Who is he? And then it goes on to Reddit. It goes viral and everyone's like, I have no idea who this guy is. You get the, you can do custom cards on the tops website. Get some oh man. Cards. Can you imagine we make our own like hero, hero card. <laughs> You just come walking into into a, a racetrack with about a hundred hero cards and just like here, kid, here's a dollar. Go ask this guy for here. Take this hero card and go have this kid's go have that guy sign it for you. That'd be funny. <laughs> oh man, that that would be the viral marketing moment of the year. That that is what would put us over the top right there. Just like who is that guy? Who is he? And then, you know, they some random person on iRacing who's not even that great. And then we, yeah, it's a, some random mediocre iRacing driver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that would be so funny. We got to figure out how to make that actually happen because, like, I sense so much good comes out of that for attention wise. You got to bet on yourself. <laughs> I mean, what you know, what would be more more worth it? You you pay like thirty bucks, print some he- little hero cards, go to Staples and buy buy a bunch of you know a box of cheap pens. You know, you you hand one dollar per hero card. I mean, you're looking at like a hundred bucks potentially for. I think on tops it's like ten or twenty custom cards for ten bucks. You don't even have to do that. You just go get some, uh, go to Staples and print some hero cards on some small card stock. <laughs> get yeah. like a hundred of it for like 10 bucks. <laughs> Maybe a little, probably a little bit more than 10. <laughs> but what would be more, more, would be better is you do that in public for a hundred dollars or you spend a hundred dollars trying to boost your social media ad. <clears throat> I know which one to do. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would be phenomenal. <laughs> on that note, um, should have an announcement coming soon on the AFSB 200. Uh, might have a different number on it. We might be changing the tracks based on some discussions we had this week. Might, might, might have a, a pretty high profile attendee. Not gonna say anymore because I'm gonna jinx us. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. There's gonna be some some conversations had with a uh, with a high profile individual, and um, if this individual says yes, it's gonna be a great event. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gonna be a phenomenal event, and 
So cross your fingers. Although they did say that this this high profile event will be in Phoenix this week, so maybe I have to find my way. Here, let me let me talk to this high profile figure involved in NASCAR somehow. <laughs> that, that's it. I'm shutting up now. I don't want to say a name. No spoilers. It, yeah, no spoilers. Because then it's 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 not going to happen. They're like, wow, you're a liar, man. You just lied through some name on there. Try to get people to come to your charity race no we're gonna wait and make it official before we say anything further but hopefully should have an announcement coming soon might switch from next gen to trucks which i'm fine with that i i told uh the person i was having this discussion with today that if you i said if you you were able to pull off this guest i said i'll ride a tricycle around my my whole neighborhood uh if, if you can pull that off and i'll film it too I want to ride a red tricycle dressed as Jigsaw anyway. <laughs> I'm a little late on Halloween, but oh yeah, I mean, you just just missed it. Yeah, well, and we were walking through the, we were walking through the neighborhood for Halloween. One of the there was a kid who's in uh, one of my kids' classes. You know, these are kindergartners, and uh, kids dressed as the Grim Reaper. Five five years old, dressed as the Grim Reaper, as the you know the the sickle, whatever it's called. And afterwards, my kids are like, "What was he supposed to be? Oh, he's the Grim Reaper. What's the Grim Reaper? Don't worry about it. We'll we'll You'll talk about we'll we'll talk about it some other time. <laughs> <laughs> At least it wasn't That's like funny. uh, what was that? Go the what's the name of the the character from Scream? Ghost Ghost Face. Uh, ghost Face. Ghost Face. <laughs> the funniest costume I saw, and it took serious commitment because it was teenagers, and you know, there's there's two schools of thought on teenagers and trick-or-treat. As long as like you're too old to be trick-or-treating. But the other thought is, you know what? A piece of candy, you going out and getting some candy as a 15, 16-year-old, 17-year-old, I'd much rather you do that than some of the other things you could potentially be doing that evening. You go out vandalizing yeah exactly stealing and... so these group of like these kids are like 14 15 16 years old they're all dressed as SWAT team members in full tactical gear and you know they have like you know the the rifles and everything and you know SWAT and they got the full uniforms and the best part of it is they're in formation going two by two formation down the street together and then they'd stop and then they'd turn and in two by two formation would go up the driveway to the house and they'd stop and somebody would ring the doorbell as they're standing there. I'm like, okay, that that right there, like no one should get mad at a teenager trick-or-treating for that because they went full on that performance and it was phenomenal. I, I just, I was like, yes, you guys are awesome. <laughs> That's great. Probably airsoft players or something. Yeah, I, I mean, they were plastic. They were toys that they were carrying for mm -hmm. sure. But but still, it was just funny to see these you know two by two formation SWAT team teenagers, you know, march down the street, high stepping it down the street. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, they practiced it too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they they were like right in line with each other. Nobody got out of step. Like it was it was great. Just like man, you you kids. If I, I had candy to give you right now, I would I would fill your candy bucket. But I don't, so. <laughs> That's great. As we enter November somehow, 
Don't know how it's November already. That's about it. Now we're going to be off. Probably wrap up the, the season of this show for the year here. Probably after Las Vegas would be my guess. Take December off. Get back into racing in January. Get back into the show in January. Yeah, pay attention to social media for upcoming season schedules. And we're multi-streaming again. Thank you, Twitch. So this is great that this is uh, this is simulcast on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook for both our account and then when we go to Stadium Scene TV for the replay on Saturdays. So you get to see us in more places. Just what you wanted, I know. We'll send along your questions or thoughts. Insul- insults. Yes, please insult us. Those are my feelings. Hey, you suck. Maybe max of like one or two per show, but yeah. I'll take a shot of Malort for every insult you give us. Oh, you just... Uh, we'll see what that does. Uh, I think you just uh, opened a can of worms there. <laughs> Maybe like max four. of one per person. Yeah, we're going to have 400 insults for next week in the mailbag. <laughs> yeah, you know, it'll take me 200 shows to get through them all. Uh, yeah, we got. got I'm only doing one or two. I'm not getting hammered every show. Sorry, yeah, friends. I've only done that one time, and we had to cut out half that episode. But you know, if it has some fun and we want to engage with our viewers, uh, we've got some uh, some guests coming up. You know, we have to have. Uh, we still haven't had Mark Vickers on for his summer GT3 season win. We haven't had. We got to have Tyler on as our first two time champion. Yep. Uh, back-to-back ARCA champion, for that matter. So I'll have, have Tyler on. Uh, he was just at uh, Martinsville over the weekend. Yeah, he was. So he went and up. We gotta some... get uh, Derek Booker to. Yeah, I gotta get Derek to come, come on, hang out with who, us. Who who accused us of a conspiracy <laughs> of plotting to take him out in the championship race? <laughs> yeah, he he listened to us. He, talking. he goes, he goes, wait yeah. a second. Yeah, I, the next morning after the episode a couple weeks ago aired, he's like, "Hey, I just listened to Garage Talk. I don't have a good feeling about next week. I think you guys are conspiring against me." <laughs> Actually, no, we weren't. Oh, we had, we had a discussion uh, so like what what, what do we do? Awesome. No, he you know he, he he's uh he's really good. Uh, you know, trying to work on the recruiting for Vindy Car. Is it going to be on Tuesdays again next next year, or are you pushing it to a different day? Um, as of right now, Tuesdays. I still got to put a couple feelers out there to a group, and I want to keep racing in it, but I also want to maybe explore some other things out there. I mean, I feel like one of these days the broadcast will come back. And broadcast comes back, I'm definitely in. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's been people remember that a while back somebody threw together this like USF two thousand league or that had like twenty five drivers. Yeah, allegedly twenty five drivers is gonna be broadcasted. <laughs> they were starting like three weeks later and then nothing ever happened. Mm-hmm. It's like where did that go? Like what happened, guys? Um uh, but it's just like if we want to do an open wheel oval competition, like that's what we have to do. Either that or we have to go to that roof fire zero one. No. Oh, I part of me wants to get into a Delara dash just to see because I have not done a Delara dash since they switched to that IR01. And me either. 
I mean, it's not horrible, but it's not like. And if you get in a race by yourself, you win. Yeah, but it's unofficial, so it doesn't count. So I have to say the Carb Cup varying up their schedule this season has been pretty cool. I mean, it's yeah. like I get that defeats the purpose of the Carb Cup, but you know, going to Talladega, Daytona, iRacing Super Speedway, and Monza Oval every time is just like, nah. I mean, they've got Texas in there. They got Auto Club mixed in. Uh, it was a good schedule. There's a couple. Of, I mean, they still have iRacing Super Speed. There's like two weeks of iRacing Super Speedway. It's like, okay. I need to figure out some oscillations on my uh, some magic alpha, alpha. I'm hoping it was just a bad release. But the weird thing is I took a different car on into an oval and I wasn't doing that. It was just doing that when I was using the IR18 on the I Road America. So I have no idea what's going on there. Oh yeah, Charlotte was the other uh, carb cup in Michigan. But yeah, they mix Auto Club in there. They mix Texas. It's like, hey, you get a couple more of those. Yeah, it's good to see those. they could probably throw homestead into that mix i think you put a bunch of rookies in a next gen and in a short race at homestead and it would it would go moderately okay the The upper splits yes (laughs) i did one draft man have you done draft master yet i haven't yet i did one i want to I got, I made two laps before I got caught up in a big one. And then I decided I was going to come back out because there's no cautions. You know, it's, you go like, well, I think one faster pair. And I came back out on the track and then I racing locked up. And instead of finishing like 14th or 15th, I got booted out, finished 22nd. I lost. Oh God, how much did I lose on that? I mean, it was... I lost um, 93 I rating and 0.15 safety rating. That's the thing. I just need to string together the top half finishes so I can actually boost my I rating. So if I do a race like that. I've only done two official races this year. (laughs) (laughs) I did a truck race at Kansas in, in May where I finished 11th. And then I did that draft master for all of about five minutes in last month. But I wanted to get in and do Nashville in the class C and I, I just didn't get around to it last week. It was busy. Yeah, this week, a couple days remaining on it is Michigan. Uh, although we do have a Talladega in the Arca series. Yeah, Michigan. Texas and Carb Cup. And then Class C Trucks, Phoenix, Phoenix for Xfinity. <laughs> Delara Dash at Talladega. Gen 4 is at Michigan if you want to drive that squirrely thing.
Yeah, that's. I need to figure out a schedule when I'm gonna do races. I I need to do one. I keep saying this, but I need to do one official a week. And I I've said that many times, and I don't follow through with it. But I need to start doing one official race a week, whether it's you know, Arca. I need more time in the days. I need to do some road racing to try to get that rating and get better in prep for the 24. I've decided I'm going to completely abandon road racing until I can be somewhat competitive in oval racing. And I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to condense what I participate in down to ARCA to IR18 class C and uh what was the other one i wanted to oh trucks classy trucks yeah i'll probably be trucks and indy arca and i'll probably jump in the xfinity yeah i uh i look at the schedule i'm like i got time and then i like psych myself out and i'm like eh, i gotta get back to work i shouldn't be doing this <laughs> But yeah, it's what it is. FRRacingOnline.com at FRRacingOnline. Again, if you're watching on Stadium Scene TV or on our channels, thanks again for tuning in. The episodes air on our channels Friday night at 8 p.m., including in podcast format. So wherever you download your favorite podcast, check out FR Racing's Garage Talk. Uh, If you are listening to it, go check us out on YouTube, on Facebook, on Twitch. If you missed that, the replay will be on YouTube or catch us on Saturdays at 2 p.m. Eastern on Stadium Scene TV. Thanks come for watching. On, come listen and we'll see you soon. And don't forget, subscribe to us on Spotify. <laughs>